hey, getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done. But don't worry, because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to help you unwind and sleep harder than all-star voters slept on DeMar DeRozan. Sleep PM bath salts fuse superior CBD and melatonin with a mixture of Epsom, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bathtub into a luxurious spa experience and give you the relaxation you desperately deserve. And to make it easier to relax, regroup, and recharge, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code NBA at checkout. That's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Hey, it's hump day right here on Locked On Spurs. The Spurs play tonight. We'll be playing against the Dallas Bricks. Uh, but, you know, as that game is uh, down the um, down the uh, day-to-day, uh, we're going to be discussing what could happen as the trade deadline approaches. Look, by now everybody heard the Ringers report about the Spurs having significant interest in uh, center Nikola Vucevic. Now, yesterday on Lockdown Spurs, we were able to hear from the Orlando Magic side with Lockdown Magic's Philip Rossman Reich. He talked about the X's and O's, what the Magic would want. In, in essence, a haul. We'll hold, hold that thought in a bit. But what will Spurs give up? What, what could be realistic in a trade with Orlando to net themselves perhaps the missing piece that this team needs, a legit center, uh, moving forward in their rebuild. So I figured, why not bring the guy who likes to rile up the Spurs fan base? You know him. You love him. James Pledger, ESPN San Antonio. He's the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. James, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. And you, everybody, I'm just to let everybody know right now, he, James was chomping at the bit to get on Lockdown Spurs because he has a bone <laughs> to pick with Spurs fans, don't you? Yeah, I um, I, I think there's an overinflated uh, either sense of worth of what their own players are or they just don't watch basketball from any other team in the league because there's no way you could look at a Nikola Vucevic and go, yeah, that's not worth giving up X for. Well, you look at the situation the Spurs are in right now, they're, well, first of all, they're far exceeding expectations. So, mm-hmm. yay. But, there is that missing piece, that one thing that the Spurs need that could possibly push them into being serious playoff contenders year in, year out, and that being a legit center. Look, no knock on Jakob. He's playing great defensively. We all know the numbers mm-hmm. that he provides on the defensive end. But offensively, you really can't rely on him. And, There's a lot uh, to be you know, desired makes, there. It's a lot to be desired. You know, He does a lot of cleanup work, gets some of those double-figure scoring, but can't hit the three, can't hit the mid-range. Um, you know, somewhat doesn't really have a pro post game. Enter Nikola. If it's Vucevic. not a jam, it's not going in. <laughs> right now, yesterday on Locked On Spurs, uh, as mentioned, uh, the host of uh, Locked On Magic said that, hey, realistically speaking, it's really the Magic that hold the cards here. They're in the position of power, and if San Antonio wants that piece, that they're going to have to probably give up a Dejounte Murray or Derek White. I think we can agree Murray will probably be off the table. Is that correct, James? Yeah, I would not trade Murray at this point. He is starting to finally show what 
he teased us with so early and finally being, what is it now, a full year removed from that ACL injury, I mean, he has just taken off this year, and it's been fantastic. And he looks like a potential budding all-star. Then there's Derek White, um, the guy who is dealing with some injuries this year, toe injuries. I love the guy. I'm going to preface this with I love the guy. Um, But if it nets you an all-star center that averages over 24 points and over 11 rebounds a game while – shooting over 41% from three, and he is also a phenomenal passer, works well in the pick-and-roll and 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 pick-and-pop game. Yeah, Derek White is not holding this deal up for me. Once again, we're talking to James Pledger, co-host Saturday Morning Hangover. Follow him on Twitter at IamPledger for the Spurs fans who want to give him a little piece of their mind right now. Now, look, I get it. You, You... you see the need that the Spurs need, and Orlando has it. Orlando it's not just a need that they need. It is, it is a, uh, it, it, it's something every team in the NBA kind of. I mean, Nikola Vucevic is very closely modeled after Nikola Jokic's game. So, it, it, like, their games are very similar in terms of their passing, their ability to kind of do things and initiate the offense if they have to. I mean, he is a do-it-all-everything kind of guy, and he is putting up phenomenal numbers. I don't know why you wouldn't want an all-star on your team for a guy who is just a role player. Well, well, I don't know why all, that would be the crux of a deal. Well, you know, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna put my Spurs fan representative hat on right now, it'd be this. It's, it's Derek White. It's, it's the floor general. Okay. It's the guy who takes the charges. It's, it's the guy who's part of this youth movement. I can find a guy to take charges. <laughs> yeah, his name is Patty Mills. He'll, he'll definitely take him too, um, <laughs> if he sticks around for moving forward. But nevertheless. I think but that's my favorite is just seeing Jeff on. that a lot of people are going. Well, we're going to give them Lonnie and, and Lamarcus. LMA, yeah. All right, what's what's okay? I get how, why that's good for you. Why would the uh, Magic move on from an All Star center for two guys that haven't lived up to their potential this year? Well, you look at um, circling back to Derek, though. Uh, you, you get it. It's let's just face it. Spurs fans they get a little attached. They get attached to these players. Uh, I mean, look what happened the last time um, a fan favorite got traded and turned into Kawhi Leonard, and that turned out pretty well for the time that he was here. His name was George Hill when he got dealt uh, mm-hmm. to the Pacers. This could be something similar here mm-hmm. if the Spurs mm-hmm. decide to pull the trigger and get. Trade a fan favorite like Derek White, yeah, it's gonna sting a little bit on the emotional side. But if it's simply about getting W's and prepping this team for the future, you might have to do it. And I think Spurs fans, uh, th- th- that's where the rub begins. Is like, are we really gonna give up a twenty 20- thirty years old? And it's not like you're trading and trying to retain him. He's got three years left on his deal. Yeah, I mean, if you you look at the situation, though, I mean, White just picked up a uh, new deal, so it's a little bit of a long term. I mean, Orlando will really have to eat a big, you know, 
contract there. Was it like five years out, something like that? I'm not, if I, you correct like me that. if I'm wrong. But yeah, something like that. So Orlando's going to be eating the contract, but so they're also five getting years a. 80, uh, I think. Was that it? Yeah, but yeah, but do you think Orlando will want more than just White? Who are you willing to give up if if James is wearing the Spurs GM hat for the day and he's going to be set to pull the trigger? Oh, you're making you Brian okay? right. I'm making you Brian right. If if the matches say we want Derek White and okay, what would it have to be would would have to be unloading LMA's contract. I mean, what what where, where are you going with it? Where where do you? Well, I think I think if it's Derek, you don't have to unload Lamarcus's contract because Derek's would get get close enough to matching salaries. Um, I would offer it just because it's an expiring contract, and those are always a valuable commodity. Um, but I don't, I don't think those two alone are enough to get the deal done either. As uh, mentioned earlier, and you you agreed with this too, the Magic are in the position of power right now. They are. Yes. And one hundred percent, they can they can command the hall, and uh, I think we, with Spurs fans, are aware should. of that. Yeah. But when is it too much? I mean, and obviously you're not going to give up DeJounte or, or Keldon. We get, I know that's too, too much. Okay. So those are two names whoop. that are on my I will not trade list, DeJounte and Keldon. So everybody else is fair game then? Anyone else on the roster is fair game. Hmm. I don't, I don't see a player on the roster that wouldn't be fair game for them. Like – we, they, the Spurs have a lot that they can offer. Do you want a young piece? We can offer you, offer you a young piece. Do you want um, expiring contracts? We've got Rudy and Patty and Lamarcus. They're all expiring contracts, so you can open up more space. You know, we. What about Demar? They, the Spurs. I would offer Demar if they want Demar. Okay. Because if if you're offering Demar, that means you're likely taking. At least the the young person you really want to keep off the table. We'll be back with James Pledger in just a bit, but this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form, and it's at the fraction of cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visit to the doctors, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is very simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem there. Blue Chew tablets are made in USA, and they prepare to ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you can benefit from an extra confidence uh, when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Receive your first month free, and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, like you, here's an all-star level talent, and I will throw in possibly Lonnie with it. At that point, you've got 
you've got the pieces that make it work. You gave them a young person, and you gave them a really, really good all-star level player in DeMar DeRozan. Would I like to keep to DeMar and see how he fits with it? That would also be great. But he would, not be, he would not be what would make me walk away from a deal either. Here's the thing. If you look at the landscape of the NBA or just the West alone, you know, quality bigs, you know, as much as they say it's it's a guards league, it's a, it's a wing guy, position is basketball. If you think about it, a lot of these power teams have legit centers. Jazz, Anthony Davis, DeAndre Anthony Ames, Davis, like, Nikola yes. Jokic. Jokic. Uh, they've got yeah. Mark Gasol in L.A. Yeah. as well. You've got Montrez Harrell and and – uh, what's his name? And uh, with the Clippers, you've got Yusuf Nurkic up with the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I mean, they're just everywhere yeah. when you look across the landscape of and again the good teams in the West. And that's no knock on Jakob, but Jakob is Wyden. not at, the, at their level. Yeah, and they're not at that level though. I mean, Jakob is not at, at at the Davis. No, he is a great Joker. defender, and he is what yeah. he is. But in terms of seeing the floor, his passing ability, and uh, his all-around shot and ability to create offense, Yusuf Nur- or um, excuse me, Nikola Vucevic is not even in the same zip code. <laughs> Are you I mean, willing to he say is that one he, of those he all-star be... type players yeah. that you would drool after at that position? Are you saying that? That just in, in a fantasy world, it it happens. Okay, it, it, the Spurs. You know, at the end of the day, we know the Spurs probably won't do this. But in a, in mm-hmm. a uh, and in multiverse, we're in the multiverse. We're in the Marvel MCU multiverse. And James is sitting on that ledge. He's floating in the air like Doctor Strange, and he foresees what happens. Is J- are you saying you cut you snap out of it, James, and you say, "Look, mm-hmm. Jeff, you know I saw it. I saw the book. I lose the times the time stone, and this was a game changer." Would you go that far that it getting a new Nikola Vucevic would be a game changer for San Antonio? Getting Nikola Vucevic automatically makes the Spurs top four-ish in the West. Wow. Like, if, if you get Vucevic and if you're able to retain DeMar, but even if you don't, with the ascension of what Keldon Johnson's done to this point, and you see what some of the other young guys are doing, and you've got Patty coming off the bench – providing spark for that second unit. I mean, you've got the makings of a team that can compete in the Western Conference. Yeah. I don't know if you're if you're all the way to title contention, but you've got a really good shot at placing very high in the West and advancing in the playoffs. And here's the thing, too. Let's just say and then with the cap space you have next year, who yeah. knows? I mean, you can make a run at the pieces that you are lacking to finally become that championship contender again. And let's just say it does happen. Let's just for some, you know, in the multiverse, it does happen. Uh, it's not like the Spurs are going to be lacking a defensive young guard. His name is Trey Jones. Um, yeah. You know, he played well. He played well in the G League. Um he sees you know, the court well. You know, he sees the court well. His basketball IQ is off the court. He can score. He's younger. You know, the Spurs, Spurs fans want to be a young team. Well, he's definitely younger. And you got Devin and, Vassell. And there's still Devin Vassell, right? Um, so there are viable options. 
um, should uh, White uh, lose. Yeah, you free and up those minutes for, just, for, for, for Vassell. You free up those minutes for Jones. You and other Spurs fans, you're probably attaching a first-round pick next year as well. It's probably lottery-protected, but are you telling me that you wouldn't give up next year's, let's say you end up picking in the 20s for, for a Vucevic? Hmm, yeah, I mean, if you're picking in the 20s, but you're netting yourself an all-star center, I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the so, you lottery protect it just in case, uh, maybe a top 10 or something, in case, like, the bomb falls out this year. But the yeah. Spurs have performed over their adding of Vucevic is only going to make them better. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if the Spurs even do that. I, I would like, it would, we both know that likely it's going to happen. You know, the Spurs, I mean, they're playing well right now. I mean, I don't think they'll do a major shakeup to the roster. I mean, it don't have to be the point where DeMar is pretty much saying, like, nah, I ain't coming back, so do what you got to do now. I mean, I think it'll have to go to that level for the Spurs to try to swing you know, the deal right now. I don't think it does. I just think it has to be the right, the right level for the Spurs because we understand why the Spurs never made big moves before, right? Because they were they didn't always have to. Yeah. they they were always in title contention, yeah. and the only pieces that you theoretically could move were the only pieces you didn't want to move. Manu, Tony, Tim. Yeah, that's out the door now because there's no Kawhi, there's no anything else. the The best players on your team are on expiring contracts anyway, or what the perceived best players on your team were coming into the year. Uh, at least Amar has lived up to that to this point. Uh, Rudy as well, also on an expiring yeah. deal. So, like, these are all guys that can be walking next year in free agency and leaving you with nothing but youth. So, I don't. if I'm the Spurs, I don't see why I wouldn't for a guy who's not on an expiring deal, for a guy who is one of the best in the game. Like, it, it just makes sense. Plus, it is a position that you lack. I mean, you what try to, the, to make uh, Marcus that, but it hasn't yeah. worked. Yeah, what, what happened to um, the collective thought that nobody was untouchable? Remember that? Remember those days? Wasn't that too long ago? In the summer? I, I thought, yeah, in the summer. You know, I thought... Well, the remember, fans, like, no, when nobody, I told nobody, you... Nobody's untouchable. Remember, if you remember correctly, when we had this conversation over the summer, and you could check it on one of our, I think it was uh, during the bubble or after the bubble just yeah. wrapped up for the Spurs, you you asked me point blank, is there anyone on this roster that is untouchable? And I said, there's no one untouchable for the right person. There's one person that would be heavily difficult for me to look at moving. That person was Keldon Johnson. I now add DeJounte to that list in terms of not untouchable, but it has to be a significant thing that makes mm-hmm. me want to move DeJounte because of how he is playing this year. He is finally healthy, and he is he is balling. What if Orlando says, you know what, keep white, just give us Murray? We'll be back with James Pleasure in just a second, but we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Well, Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now, now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. 
It is Built Bar Madness. Go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won the matchup and who will become the best tasting protein, protein bar ever. I'm pulling for Churro Puff. Just putting it out there. Once again, go to BuiltBar.com. And while I have your ear, bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they're in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, updated odds in real time, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get yourself 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're basically giving you money back when you sign up. So BetOnline, it's your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code LOCKEDON. Does that do anything for you? I mean, it it makes it. I have to think about it really <laughs> yeah, hard no. at that point. You have to really think about that. But at that. the same time, you have a glutton at that singular position, and to think that Derek White and Trey Jones and Devin Vassell and Demar and Lonnie couldn't help yeah. offset that loss. Okay. You know, as much as I love DeJounte, I'm at least thinking. Like, I haven't walked away from the table or hung up. Right. I I still have to think about it. But if, and as your Locked On Magic guy said, if it's DeJounte or Derek, dude, I love you, Derek, but I will pack your bags for you. (laughs) And on that note, uh, we're going to go into shift gears a bit. You You know, James, you mentioned about... Uh, the team having a glut of guards right now. You mentioned Jones, uh, you know, uh, there's there's Lonnie, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We all know that. But there's one guard that gets lost in the shuffle and gets forgotten, and that he was drafted in the same draft class as uh, Samanich and jo- and uh, Johnson, and that is Quindari Weatherspoon. Uh, let's talk a little bit about his future in San Antonio. He, he just finished playing with the Austin Spurs. Um you know, really didn't see much time this year. Um, possibly he may get some as the season moves on. You know, it's going to be a heavy schedule. They may need to take some days off, and that's where he gets some, his, his time to shine in the NBA. But what do you think about his future in San Antonio? He, he gets forgotten among this youth movement. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he sure. just, he's just there. Do, yeah. do you think? I mean, he gets forgotten, he, and he's just there. Yeah. But there's a reason he's been forgotten, and he's just there. It's because, like, even in Austin, he isn't doing what Trey Jones is doing. He's not doing what Luca has managed to do in the yeah. G League. So, you know, until he starts to realize that potential, start shooting at a higher clip, because he is a bigger guard, so he has the ability. It's just the shot hasn't come for him to this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe he needs another offseason with Chip England, but... um yeah, I, I'm not sure what his future in San Antonio is right now, other than just coming up from the G League when needed. Yeah, and look, this season has been kind of rough for, rough for him. Uh, he got hit with the, the COVID protocols. He was out. He had, uh, what I think, left knee mm-hmm. surgery. He was inactive. Uh, didn't start the preseason, didn't play the preseason, didn't play the regular season, got a little bit of time uh, before he getting uh, transferred to Austin. 
Yeah, he definitely gets lost in the shuffle. You mentioned his size. Yeah, physically, he's, his body is filled out. I mean, he's a big bulldozer out there on the court. But the little things are not coming together, at least at this point. You know, the shot you mentioned. Um, when he does get NBA time, it's far and few between. So it's hard to make a judgment of, of what he can do on the NBA level. But I, I mean, he's not even I think, showcasing I, I, it at the G League level yeah. right now either. Yeah, well, he definitely he got the start um, against Delaware uh, in the last game yeah. for Austin um, in the G League playoffs. And before that, he came off the bench. It was the finale against the Ignite, the regular season finale. He came off the bench for like 20-plus points. So he, he's mm-hmm. he's definitely shown that he can do it, at least on the G League level. Again, we just haven't seen it translate yet to the NBA level. No, through no fault of his own, let's face it, James, there's just a lot of guards and just minutes just kind of hard to come by. And to be fair, Quinn had a good game against Delaware. Yeah. I mean, you you can't knock what he, what he did against Delaware, but much like Luca, it's about the consistency in which you perform. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he's finally starting to find some confidence. Maybe he's finally starting to find his shot. But as far as his future on the roster, I do believe that Trey Jones is ahead of him in that capacity. Absolutely. Just just Absolutely. because as a defender, as a shooter, as just a guard on the roster and, and a guy who just knows basketball very well, he is closer to being ready and ready to contribute on San Antonio than is Quindary. Absolutely agree. I, I think he may be better served taking his talents elsewhere. I think mm-hmm. that's where his likely future is going to be. Maybe not on the San Antonio roster. He'll get picked up by an NBA Maybe roster. Orlando wants him. <laughs> so there's, there you go. Hey, we'll, <laughs> we'll sweeten the deal for you, Orlando. We'll give you a young, promising guard. Look at his G League numbers. But you just don't want to see his talents wasted uh, on the NBA level. I mean, he was drafted you know, by an NBA team for a reason. There, There's talent there. They see that it can translate. Yeah. Uh, it's just – the Spurs just have a glutton of guards right now or swing guys, guys in multiple positions. We just haven't seen that from him. And again, through no fault of his own. I mean, he had health issues. He had to go through COVID protocols once he got to um, the, the, the G League bubble. I mean, there was just that. There's just so much playing against him. I got a chance to talk to uh, Matt Nielsen, head coach of Austin, and he tipped his cap to Weatherspoon saying that, you know, again, he's dealing with a lot of stuff physically. Having to adapt to a new team again with his Austin teammates is such a short notice. Uh, I definitely see him playing in the second half of the season for San Antonio because of the cram schedule. They're probably going to give a night off to Murray and White here and there, you know, because they're going to need to. I mean, it's just ridiculous yeah. how many games are going to cram. But next season, uh, nobody should be surprised if he's not in the San Antonio uniform, correct? Sure. Sure. I mean, he's going to have his moments, but, but I, I'm still not sure. A lot of it depends what the roster looks like next year. Does DeMar come back? You know, does Patty come back? Yeah. Does, uh, do they, they trade any of these young guys for Vucevic, which helps to open up a spot for him? Like, it, it comes down to a numbers game with Quinn at this point, and that's what you wonder about. Um, I'm wondering... What are your thoughts on Cam Reynolds? Do you think he sh- he could come up at any point in time? I think he'll def- again play in the second half of the season, but I don't see his future in San Antonio long term. At that position, the Spurs have that covered already. I mean, yeah, I think they do. You know, Devin Vassell. There, there's one name right there. So, um, you know, I just think he's 
Whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, is he playing the power forward position? Lucas Samanich, yeah. Um, well, there's yeah, there's Samanich. The there's. I, I think I mean, there's not a lot. There. Coach I mean, Nielsen is playing, playing in, the four and the five. Yeah. But Rudy is on an expiring deal too. How, how about this? He'll he'll definitely get probably a camp invite again. Yeah, you know okay. if there is a okay. um, if there if there is a, a summer league or or you know I think he'll be on that. Uh, okay. He's a young kid. Um, I think that's where his future, if there is one in San Antonio, it'll be that he'll get he'll probably sit on that bench when the uh, G League season is over uh, for Austin. And uh, that's it, you know, be another body because they will desperately need bodies in the second half. But his yeah. future, I think he's definitely going to be kind of a camp invite here. Uh, once again, we're talking with James Pleasure. He is the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover over at ESPN San Antonio, 1250 AM, 94.5 FM. If you're in San Antonio or just do what I do, just go to their YouTube page. Simple as <laughs> that. That's going to wrap it up here on this episode of Lockdown Spurs with some news and notes that James probably did not see because he's just such Uh-oh. a busy man. Um, Kawhi Leonard said he's down to play with Popovich. No, nope, I saw that. But in Team USA, not in San Antonio. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, and also, you know, you think by now Pop has gotten over it already? He's ready, whatever. It's done, well, I think done. Pop was over it after it happened. Pop seems very worldly in a sense of just, you know, he understands. And through no fault of Kawhi's, maybe it was more on his uncle, maybe it was just the fact that Kawhi wanted to get back home. And Pop probably understands that to an extent. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's anything like you're not going to see, unless it's out of jest, him pull and bench Kawhi on the on the USA team. Right. You're not going to see him keep him off the roster which, because of which, spite. Which I, I would love to see happen because remember when Pop did something similar to Shaq just to, just to poke fun of him? You know, give him the mm-hmm. hack of Shaq yeah. early in the game? I, you know, I, it was right on the opening tip-off, if I remember. Yeah, I think if Pop did something like that where he just fools her with media and saying, no, I'm sitting him out... Um, um, uh, injury management left quad. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, in other in other news, James, uh, I asked Spurs fans if they tuned into the 2020 NBA All Star Game. Overwhelmingly, they said no. They said they did not tune Chocolate. in. I you know partly because, um, well, no, largely because of Demar Derozan's snub. A lot of them saying it that they're just salty. Demar, though there was nobody, there was nobody in the three-point contest, the skills contest, the dunk contest. They had nobody. They were shut out you know, from I, the All-Star I, game. I I heard you guys on the ESPN the essays, the Blitz, talking about the All-Star game and how to fix it. You know, let's start off with the dunk contest. Look, I, I go way back, just like you do. Remember Harold Miner and D Brown and Dominique sure. and Kenny Skywalker. Was it you know, always was them? like the biggest stars. But it was still great because it, it was just unique. It was different. You know, there there was still in its, I guess, infancy, say, you know, where dunks were brand new, things we haven't mm-hmm. seen before. Um, but if they do want to spice it up, I always felt that they should have some sort of dunk off between NBA stars and G League stars. I think G League dunkers are, are better than NBA dunkers. Have you ever seen them? And they, they just, yes. they bring it. I think another thing they can definitely do is, Here's let me get your thoughts. How about just scrap it? It seems to me 
the the three point shootout gets more eyes than a dunk contest. Well, yeah, it gets more eyes because it's more important to the game right now. Like and guess and look who's and Dane, playing in those like, games. You're gonna see yeah. those guys in that contest. And you're also looking at the fact that Derek Jones Jr. Or thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, the stars who, are coming out. Had, Even the stars who, come who out beat, for the uh, for the skills contest. Sure, but it's it, you know you watch the dunk contest and then you sit there and go, well, how did Derek Jones Jr. beat Aaron Gordon that year? Like how? Yeah. Like everything yeah. I saw from Aaron Gordon throughout the entirety of the thing, including leaping over a seven foot six standing taco fall was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) And yet somehow uh, a very, what seemed ordinary dunk from Derek Jones won it. (laughs) Or how about just bringing in these, um, these and one mixtape guys that that show off these dunks on their YouTube pages that are some things I've never, ever, ever seen in my life before ever. Um, there's a few guys out there. I don't know their names that you're always putting out there. Look, here, look, you know, invite me to the contest. Invite me to the contest. You don't have to have NBA players. And maybe they actually just get away from that, James. Just get away from it. Just being no, happy. I mean, an NBA player. Just bring NBA in players. Yeah. You, I mean, because it's a celebration it of basketball. A, if they just keep it a celebration of basketball. Right, and it, but it's but, All Star Weekend, and it's comprised with NBA All Stars, and that's what you want to see. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. the fact that everything took place Sunday, and they try and spread yeah, it out through, throughout the weekend. Uh, like I, I think that that's cool. one of the biggest drawbacks of the dunk contest is it feels like it's just gotten lengthy, and you have to go through like a whole bunch of misses to get a make. And well, Bert uh, Anderson, it, remember that? Yeah, I mean it's jeez, just, yeah, it just takes forever it seems like to get to the substance of the, like, I don't know how high school, the uh, McDonald's all American and the college ones. I, I don't know how they make those easy and quick and seamless. And yet this NBA one just turns out to be so difficult <laughs> and long Remember the, and do, drawn yeah. out. You know who was the most innovative when it comes to some sort of celebration of basketball? MTV Rock Jock. That was oh, That was fun. For those kids, okay, gather around the campfire. Great. Gather around the campfire, kids. Yes, a long time ago, NBA um, and MTV had this thing around the All-Star break. They had a 50-point bucket. It, um, it was fun. It was hilarious. It was just goofy and they silly like and wacky stuff you ever seen. From yeah. like certain areas, which Steph and Dame would be just yeah. dialed in. And it was in a, <laughs> it was called the the Rock and Jock, right? Or Jock? Yeah, Rock. MTV Rock and Jock. Rock and they Jock. Had a, yeah. They had a softball one too. Yeah, that was fun, and that is something I think the NBA should dive into. Just having some goofy, random. Make it like a freaking mini golf course. You know, if you <laughs> weave through these cones, you know, and throw the shot up, you know, in 10 seconds, you know, you get 20 points. Something stupid like that. But it was it was just the idea that it was so absurd that it was just fun. Um, and I think that, yeah, kids, just, just go, kids, go on YouTube and type in MTV Rock and Jock in a basketball. And you, you'll definitely see what we're talking about. Uh, but let's go ahead and put a wrap on this episode of Locked On Spurs. We're going to circle back. 
because uh, we got a few minutes before I got to put a wrap on the Vooch rumor, Spurs magic. Uh, at the end of the day, James, probably not going to happen, is it? I don't know. But just because this is such a, a completely different Spurs team and with all the expiring contracts and all the youth, I could see Pop and Brian Wright looking at this and going, you know, it would be nice to have one kind of nice foundational piece to put with the with the young guys. Or, as DeJounte would say, mm-hmm. the young dudes. Young dudes, yep. Uh, yeah, I, you I, I, know, I, I having like having that foundational player that's thirty, he's a little bit older, and you know it, he gives you an all star, and there's no doubt that he's an all star. Yeah, and uh, I mean we see it this season. I mean, how many times do we see the big guys, athletic bigs, or just bigs, have their way in the paint? Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon to see the Spurs losing the point, the paint battle. Uh, time and time again, you know, Jakob again does his own, he serves well, but eventually he has to go off the court. And LMA defensively has been suspect being fair, James, there being nice <laughs> about it. Um, and then there's Trey Lyles, who, as much as he's great on offensively, defensively, you know, there's there's some stuff to consider there. But you know, you get yourself a quality two way center, a little defense, a lot of offense. And the Spurs will be sitting pretty. And uh, I think something they really need to consider and, if they want to move it, yeah. And just think about what a dude like Vucevic would do for the offense and its ability to open it up. You know, Jakob gives you nothing offensively, so the defense can lag a little bit with him. Especially and imagine a twin tower look. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, tower look would be nice. If it came down to it, would you rather have 24.6 points per game, 11.6 rebounds per game, and 41% three-point shooting, or 11.8 points a game, 3.9 assists, and 1.8 rebounds while shooting 34% from three? And I think anything um, better than what Jakob is shooting from the free throw line will be a significant improvement. By the way, that's Derek White's <laughs> numbers this season. Dun, dun, dun. Look at James pull a fast one on us right there. <laughs> you should tweet that right now. You should do that. Just don't put the names and just be like, which player is better? And see see what your reaction is. <laughs> and then then add a tweet to that and just say, these are the guys we're talking about. <laughs> just be like, be like 24 points 11 yeah, rewards, 41% from 3 would would you give up 11.8 points 1 rebound and 4 assists per game to get this production <laughs> and on that note let's gonna go for a wrap on this episode of Locked On Spurs James tell us everything <laughs> we need to know about ESPN San Antonio the Blitz so you got going over there with Jack on uh, Saturday morning hangover. What's going on? Oh, man, it's uh, going to be a good week. We've got Dak Prescott's new contract to talk about all week yes, long. Sir. Blitz. Um, no more franchise tag for Dak. It is done. The long way to drama has finally come to an end. So now we get to complain about how much he made and whether he's getting paid <laughs> too much. <laughs> Um, of course, the Spurs returning from the All-Star break is going to be huge for us um, that second half. And I am going to ride the Vucevic train 
all the way to the March 25th deadline or until a deal happens <laughs> because I'm telling you, a talent like this would transform the Spurs and make them legitimate threats in the Western Conference. And there you have it. And make sure to follow James on Twitter as well, at I am Pledger. He's a good follow. Do it right now. For me, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts, whether it be on radio.com, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. It's all there. Go check it out. And subscribe to the rest of the Locked On NBA Network. The NBA season is about to kick up in high gear with the second half starting. So why not follow each and every team? Um, and uh, check out what the experts over there at their individual shows they have to say about their respective teams. So for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.